0: Women's health needs, and especially our hormonal needs, are finally receiving the attention we've deserved for years. And Hormone Harmony, a new sponsor of Self Work, rates as one of the top five hormonal supplement companies out there. If you're a young woman struggling with that week before your period when moods can be all over the place, and I certainly don't miss that, or older when you're so glad menopause is here, but if you're like me, you sometimes stare at yourself in the mirror and ask, where did I go? Hormone Harmony has become a phenomenon. Women cannot stop talking about it on social media, and a bottle of Hormone Harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Basically, if you breathe in and out slowly twice, that's the amount of time it takes for one more woman to understand she can reach out for help, no matter what her age, through Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code SELFWORK at checkout. That's HappyMammoth.com and use the code SELFWORK for 15% off today. Hello, this is SELFWORK and I'm Dr. Margaret Rutherford and we're in for another You Get the Gist. This time it's about something called nomophobia. What in the world is it and do you have it? You probably do. Okay, sometimes I hate to admit something, but this time I must. I have nomophobia. And I bet many of you listening to as well, and you didn't know it had a name. What is it? It's a fear of being out of mobile phone contact. Now, I'm not put myself in the severe category, practically cementing my phone to my body, but I sure don't like being away from it, and when I can't find it, oh goodness. When I read this article about nomophobia, I immediately thought of a TV commercial that watches someone wake up and the first thing they reach for is not their partner or their pillow or their dog, but their phone. Iowa State University researchers offer a more complete definition, and here it is. It refers to fear of not being able to use a smartphone It refers to the fear of not being able to communicate, losing the connectedness that smartphones allow, not being able to access information through smartphones, and giving up the convenience that smartphones provide. And actually, they've even devised a test at Iowa State to determine if you have it or not, and I've got a link to that test in the show notes. But who has it? A new study found that nomophobia is extremely common among college students and is associated with poor sleep health. That makes sense. In fact, 89% of them had at least some fear of being without their little tiny device. So now you have a name for that feeling of anxiety that begins to creep up on you, or maybe even has you tearing up your house like me, looking desperately for your cell phone. But it's not just college students. I have to admit, several years ago, my son had come home for a visit, and I was in the back seat of my husband's car as we went out to eat. Rob, my son, looked back at me and chided, Mom, get off your phone, in a loving kind of way, but it was funny, sort of. One of the saddest things probably we all see, if we're paying attention, is when a family is together and all of them are on their phones. I just want to shake the parents who are not only allowing it, but doing it themselves. However, this nomophobia does help us understand a little bit. I still think it's poor parenting. So what's hard about putting your phone away? There have already been studies that have shown that dopamine, the neurotransmitter that's associated with seeking and desiring something, fires away when we hear the text or message notifications on our phones or laptops. So there's an increase in dopamine. This dopamine system, the wanting system, propels you to action, and the opioid system, which is the liking system, makes you feel satisfied and therefore pause your seeking. But if your seeking isn't turned off, at least for a little while, then you start to run in an endless loop. The dopamine leads you to the opioid receptors. You want, you like, you want more, you like more, you want more, you like more. In a great article by Susan Weinchenk, she also stresses that the whole 140 character thing, something that's very short and pithy, which dopamine loves, as well as the unpredictability of when you might get a text back, keeps an addiction growing. For those of you who may have listened to 199, episode 199, I talked a lot about intermittent reinforcement. And this is basically what it is, that you never quite know when a text is coming back. It's going to be five seconds, 20 seconds, two minutes, two hours. And so it keeps you checking, 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 checking. So what do you do about it? That's what we always talk about here on Self Work, right? First, you keep yourself on a schedule. You can use that format on your phone that allows you to actually track the amount of time you're on your cell phone. It's very helpful. It keeps you accountable. You could turn off as many push notifications as possible. I have mine off from 8 in the morning until 10 at night because I just don't want to hear them go off all the time. You take distracting apps off your home screen. You don't go to bed with your phone, although... It's my alarm clock, so that's my excuse. So mostly you want to put in place something that either reminds you not to check it or break that habit of checking it. But what I would also add to this list is to try to think when I want to check my phone, what am I feeling? Am I bored? Am I excited about something I might see? Try to add some sense of acknowledgement or awareness or understanding of why you're checking it so much. And then you can begin to say, you know what? I could go drink a glass of water instead, or I could do something else with this feeling. So that's my tip for the day. In this, you get the gist. Thanks for being here. Take very good care. I'm Dr. Margaret, and this is Self Work.